Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Today, we've got a special intro. We've got to let you know what the jury said about whether the Pats are trash or whether they're hot. Or are they hot trash? We don't know. We're going to find out. First and 10, we're going to see if who's faking it and who's making it the rest of the season. And then we're going to come into second and long. We're going to recap every single one of these games. And in third and three, we've got Thanksgiving features. We're going to figure out who we're thankful for, and we're going to eat some turkey. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. All right, welcome in to the 4th and Short Podcast. It is Turkey Week, (laughs) and we are thankful that it's Turkey Week. We are thankful that it's week 11. We're thankful that we get to be with you tonight on the fourth and short podcast. I am your host, self-proclaimed Steelers fan, Jason Fell. Along with me are my two little pilgrim friends. The Chiefs Why do we have to be little? Up. Yeah. Uh, I, You're smaller than both of us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> These are facts. This is, this is true. Uh, fine, I'm not going to introduce you now. I got these two schlums that are going to be with me tonight. <laughs> well, guess what? It's the same as every week. The Crimson Cowboy and the Cheesehead of the South. Yeah. Who is up who is yeah. up north right now? The cheese head of the south of the is north. up north. And she's head of the north. Right. Matt's up in Wisconsin. Okay, you want to know a true story? Every I single time I go home for Thanksgiving, the Packers lose. And I even called it. I was talking to my professor before I left because he's also originally from up here. And I said, I'm gonna go home for Thanksgiving and I'm gonna go hunting, but the Packers will lose. Because they always lose when I go home for Thanksgiving. You know, there's, a, re- there's, down, a, way, there's a way to solve it down that. Now. Mark it down now. They will win when I come home for Christmas. They always lose on Thanksgiving. They always win on Christmas. These are just so there's indisputed a, facts. There's a way to solve that. Just stay here with us for, for Thanksgiving every year. No, I'd rather go outside and freeze my buns hunting trophy deer but never see anything and then complain about how cold I was the whole time. Wow. You, at least you're, you at least you're consistent. I'm self-aware. <laughs> you need to make some better life choices. Woo. All right. Well, everybody, welcome into week 11 uh, of the NFL season 2020. Man, another great week. Another week that, you know, everything we talked about last week, it doesn't matter because you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen from a week-to-week basis in the NFL this year. However, uh, we do want to start off. Matt alluded to that and that's just stunning opener, Matt. Congratulations on winning that award of, of, of best fill-in opener host. Uh, Thank so. you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but the jury has spoken. Last week, we held court, uh, and there were some charges brought against several of us, uh, namely Trent and I, for, uh, for calling out the Patriots and, and declaring them to be trash entering this year. And I just want it to be made clear here and Trent I'm sure you saw this but the jury has spoken the Pats are trash well if anybody was in doubt case in point Sunday yeah I know I was gonna say uh, I was a was on the field yeah unfortunately so uh, I'm assuming you're going to rescind all of those charges, Matt, and we're going to be acquitted on charges. Uh, and, and I think you ought to start bringing some charges of fraud against the Patriots instead of us. What have you had to say? Is there, way to, is there a way to drop charges while reserving the right to press them later? 
no, once we've been charged. Well, actually, no. Well, no, we stood trial and the jury's already come. So, no. Sorry. Yeah. We have that would be double jeopardy. Can I have declare a mistrial later? Uh, if the jury has spoken, then the jury's spoken, my friend. Jury spoken. All you people out there on Instagram of, suck. All you people on Instagram 82, suck. Eighty-two percent of fans who voted. Oh yikes! Said, yeah. One oh, of yeah, them that voted for close. it was actually me. So that's gonna say. Was like, I saw there that. was me and you one, like, one other person who voted and said they were <laughs> trash. Uh, and they probably meant to hit trash. So you know. It is what it is. All right. Well, it is Turkey Week. We're going to talk about some things that we're thankful for tonight and get into some other special uh, parts of our game recaps. But we're going to get started tonight right with First and Ten. First and Ten. So tonight for First and Ten, you have heard the phrase, fake it till you make it. Well, I'm afraid that there are some teams in the NFL that might be faking it right now, and they just might not make it. You know, we have a ton of teams that are 7-3 and three or 6-4, and four, either right in the playoffs or right on the cusp. And so I want to talk about, I got four teams, and I want each of you guys to tell me whether you think they're faking it and their season is going to end short of the playoffs, or if they're making it, they're going to actually get to the playoffs. They're a real team, who we think they are. Uh, hey, so why tell do me you not have the Ravens? It. Why do you not have the Ravens on this list? Because they're so faking it. I actually did this initially when it was seven and three and six and three teams. So it was last night. The Ravens were already six oh. and four because they're not okay. We're going to start right at the top with the Browns. I mean, are they because... are they okay? So are they, are they more eligible than the Browns though? Do you think no, that the Browns I, are going to go ahead of the Ravens into the playoffs? No, I don't. That's what we're going to talk about. Will you let me introduce this segment and then you can say your piece? I'm just saying I didn't see the Ravens on this list. I feel like it should be talked okay. about. All right. Well, bring up the Ravens in just a second. All right. The Browns. Because I had to do a double take. When I looked at the standings yesterday, I had to verify this. The Browns are in second place. At yeah, seven they beat and three, the Eagles, dude. They beat the Eagles. I know, I matter. know. That's why that. Okay, fine. I'm just gonna say it, and then you can talk because apparently that's what you want to do. Are the Browns faking or making it, Matt? Faking it. They beat trash teams. They don't beat good teams. I think that they could fake it all the way to a first round exit in the playoffs. Okay, Trent. Uh, they're faking it. Baker Mayfield's their quarterback. They might as well just call him Faker Mayfield. Nicely uh, done. Point. Literally, they won yesterday in spite of Baker Mayfield. Their defense was what won that game for them. And and I think their defense and their running backs is yeah. I think their defense is making it, but their quarterback is certainly faking it, and that's what's going to kill them in the end. All right, uh, the Raiders because I don't know making if you guys it. watched any the Sunday night game. Oh, I watched it, it all. Man. It was fantastic. Making it they so pushed, good. Great game. Push. They beat Mahomes once and then pushed him to the brink the second time. Um, yeah. They're they're making it. They're 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 for real. I I kind of wonder if they had won this one too, if they have done another victory lap around the stadium, except their own stadium this time instead of Kansas City Stadium. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, John Gruden has figured out a way to make Derek Carr a good quarterback. He somehow figured out a way to mostly make Nelson Aguilar catch. I yeah. was just about to say the same thing. You know, I think um, it's – He still dropped a couple. Have y'all seen in The Little Giants, 
y'all know the movie The Little Giants, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, Nelson Aguilar is that kid that can't catch. They call him Hot Hands. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes over and dips his hands in that bucket. I think John Gruden's got one of those buckets of that sticky stuff. And <laughs> Aguilar can just catch all of a sudden. Man, uh, you, you saying that makes me think of playing Madden 2001. And John Madden, every time you made a catch or something like that happened, John Madden would come on and go, you know, they used to allow them to put stick them on their hands to help them catch those balls. Now they've got those gloves. I can't tell you how many times I heard that sound bite roll playing Madden 2001. Uh, John Gruden is the closest thing to John Madden that we have in current NFL. Uh, and so he might say something like that. Uh, yeah, I think the Raiders are, are real for real. Did y'all see the, uh, I'm sure you sit, did the uh, clip of Derek Carr staring. When oh, Mahomes the was, uh, Gomer yeah. Pyle? I saw that live. It was hilarious. I did too. When I saw that, I saw some uh, comparisons to uh, The Undertaker, the WWE star. Yep, and when I saw that. him live, I thought, man, Dude, no, he's like the Gomer Pyle for was way better. He looked more like Gomer Pyle. <laughs> uh, either way, I Derek like Carr has figured something out. Two things. Number one, I felt like the Kansas City Chiefs got some tacky interference calls, fast interference calls. I thought I, I thought it was a little bit ticky tacky. And then secondly, going to the fact of Patrick Mahomes being a dual threat quarterback, as soon as he rolled out to the right, that safety, they're playing a two deep safeties. That safety bit all the way up as soon as he started rolling out, which left the middle of the field wide open for that last uh, touchdown to Kelsey. Because yeah, there was a, pocket, a pocket passer there. that can run. That's good. A dual threat quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as he rolled out, they came up on him. Well, yeah, Kelsey yeah, was wide one, open. Yeah. The one time that the Raiders didn't make a stand. Because he's a dual threat one time because he could run ball. or throw. Okay. All right. We're watching. I've got uh, Sunday night or Monday night, excuse me, football on right now. The Rams just scored a tie. The uh, Buccaneers at 14. So let's talk about the Rams right now. They're in second place in their division. Uh, are the Rams faking it or are they making it? They're tied for second, right, with Arizona? Yes. They're going to make it. They're making it because that defense is for real. Yeah, it is. So basically the same reason we're giving the Browns. I kind of feel like we said this last week when Trent monologued about defenses down the stretch and blah, blah, blah. And I I think the the Rams defense has done nothing but get better every week. Hey, Wade Phillips is the defensive coordinator there, right? No, he got fired. He's gone. Oh, really? Oh, really? Who's Who's the current one? Uh, I don't know, um, but I know he was available uh, when the Cowboys were discussing earlier in the season possibly firing Mike Nolan. Um, they should have. They were like, oh, Wade Phillips is available. Didn't so, Wade Phillips used to coach the Cowboys at some point? Uh, yes, and, and the Clapper took over for him. Oh, yeah. Well, Throwing it back. All right, one more team then. Uh, the Titans beat – the Ravens yesterday, 30 to 24 in overtime, but it seems like the Titans are getting out to slow starts in games. Their defense is not as good as we thought it was. They're seven and three right now, technically tied with Indianapolis for the division lead, but because of tiebreakers in second place. So Trent, let's start with you. Titans faking it or making it? Oh, this one's tough for me. I'm going to stick with making it. Uh, I think, I don't think they'll win the division. I think the Colts will win the division again, because of my, my defensive, uh, um, I guess uh, 
I don't I don't know what you call it. My uh, Matt called it a monologue on defense. I guess my love for defense this season, um, and the Titans, like you said, their defense has just seemed kind of eh lately. Um, but I mean, they're they're finding ways to win games. Tannehill has started to play like the Dolphins Tannehill, um, yep. and I so I'm gonna say making it just because of the experience they have, um, and they're finding ways to win games. So, hey, Matt. Uh, I mean, I feel like they have too many wins already to not default and stumble into a playoff appearance. But I think that they're faking it and that they're going to be a first round exit unless they play the Browns, in which case there'll be a second round exit. <laughs> they're slightly less fakey. But I think Browns. I think that that that's what I meant with the experience is like last season. I, I feel like we all felt the Titans were not a viable threat to anybody. And yet they somehow went out there and did that and became exactly. an incredibly viable threat. Yeah. Well, I think the key to that is Derrick Henry, because I mean that's how they beat the Ravens yesterday is they continue to go to Derrick Henry, even though he were they at 10 and six yards. Were they a 10 and 16 last nine, season? They were nine and seven last year. So they have, maybe the they are a team. Maybe just their defense was better last year. I feel I think like it was, they certainly have underachieved this year. And certainly uh, Tannehill caught lightning in a bottle there right at the end of the season, which he might do again. But they're going to rely heavily. I kind of feel like their passing game is better this year, though. A.J. Brown has really stepped up and become Yeah, A.J. Brown's really good, and they have found more options than just A.J. Brown. Corey Davis Mm -hmm. has stepped up, John Smith. Oh, my gosh. About time Corey Davis did anything. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. We were about to have to talk talk about him as as one of the all-time busts wide receiver. Uh, hype he still is the draft so yeah well it's close so all right well uh, those are our fakers and our makers uh so we'll have to wait and see how that pans out and of course uh we'll 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 let you talk about the ravens here in just a second matt we won't waste time right now Uh, so let's get into all these games today with a special thanksgiving dinner edition second and long Second and long. Okay, so for second and long today, I want to do something a little bit different. I have divided up all of these games and categorized them by the courses that you are going to love to eat on Thursday. Wait, thanks. Correction, correction. This is according to Jason Felt. He has got some very dumb takes on here. And I apologize <laughs> to everyone who actually understands food and what's good and what's bad but i just want to get that out of the way you're one of those that All likes right. cranberry sauce aren't you Heck yes i like cranberry sauce I yeah. knew it. I knew yeah. it. Dude, you freaking what? candy corn weirdo <laughs> look as why, soon as i put food? that down i said i know matt's gonna like cranberry sauce Dude, i like cranberry sauce what's wrong oh with cranberry God. sauce So let's get into this thing. So we're going to start off with the main course. And I know there's some of you probably out there listening to this, that you're, you're weird and you have ham on Turkey or on Thanksgiving, but we're American on this podcast. We eat Turkey on Thanksgiving. And so we're going to start with some staples, some teams that are classics that are mainstays that do what they do and occasionally put you to sleep because they're just so consistent. And so two games yesterday featuring those teams, 
The Colts beating the Packers 34-31 in overtime. Matt, I'll let you say your, say your piece Shouldn't in just tote. a second. And the Steelers going to 10-0, and beating Jacksonville 27-3. So, first of all, uh, let's talk about that Green Bay-Indianapolis game for just a second. Indianapolis wins in overtime, uh, a comeback win, uh, and and did it a lot on the we've been I mean last week we brought I brought charges against you in court for hyping up Jonathan Taylor he kind of lived up oh, to his hype yesterday. Jay, oh come on Jason what have I been saying all year about the Packers run defense it's terrible I know I know it's terrible, terrible. so okay fine forget that the charges still stand yeah uh, but the Colts were able to do enough to come back in that game they yeah of course what happened was see what happened was we went into (laughs) the halftime 14 up 14 on them and then we pitched two three and oh three and outs in a row when we needed to make a play we could not make a play that was the most frustrating thing in the world nbs was totally out of position for a back shoulder throw on one of them and i forget what the other happened on the other one but it's two three and outs in a row you know when you control the ball for a minute in the entire third quarter. Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. not a recipe for success. It's not. And it was actually a sloppy game on both sides. Both teams handed the ball away a couple times. But in spite of all of that, in spite of the fact that we played one of the best defenses in the NFL, it's either them or the Rams have the best defense, you know, we still put up 31 points. 14 of it did come off of turnovers, granted. But we still put up that much that many points and when you know when we needed to come back and push in overtime we did and then we got the ball in overtime and mvs fumbles it on a simple little bubble wide receiver bubble screen he went ahead and coughed it up gave him the ball let him kick the game winning first career fumble it was it was sad that being that being said i some things i did like it was nice to have martin back as a linebacker when we put in three linebackers and ran three linebackers we looked a lot better against the run we were actually able to stop it a little bit whenever we got caught with just two linebackers and like six dbs that's when that's when it got rough i would like to see more i'd like to see more three linebacker play but why in the heck would you ever have preston smith a defensive lineman cover somebody in space Preston Smith is the biggest bust of this season. After being a monster last season, he's probably the biggest bust on our team. And didn't he have two offside penalties mm-hmm. yesterday? Yeah, he had he a costly one alive. too. Yep, cost him a lot. So it was not I a mean, good. I, it was I, not I, a good game. I mean, it was a good game because I mean, there's a reason it got flexed. If it was, if you didn't care who won that game, it was a fantastic game to watch. If you did care who won, oh yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, terrible terrible just terrible well, for, for you for you it was certainly and and that's a game that could have gone either way so obviously your offense showed good things your defense that's going to have to be something that it's going to haunt matt lafleur in his sleep for right now dude uh, rogers needs a haircut it's the same oh he's growing it out yeah he's but to, did you notice out. a couple times when he had his helmet on it was like right there in his in his eyes and it's like how do you see anything bro well i mean through an interception Exactly. His hair's getting in hair's getting in his eyes. Yeah, I get that look. I get the little hair flip going on. You know, Dude, like that interception, though, was not on him. That was a fantastic play. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of getting confused in my head with that one that 
Mahomes through yesterday where the dude was on his knees and then like popped up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like on literally it. on his knees. Yep. Oh man. Uh, Pittsburgh wins 27, three over Jacksonville. Of course, what we expected. Uh, I, okay. I'm going to say it now. I'm, I real feel good about the Pittsburgh Steelers as fan. The team is rolling. They have, like the easiest the schedule in the NFL left. Yep. I, man, you're right, Jason. After want, they beat Jacksonville, I, I'm feeling really good about them now. All of a sudden, no, I okay, wasn't on board before thing. now, but now I am. And it took them a it took them a while to actually beat them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, and that's what I was about to say. It, it it was slow going at the beginning. Jacksonville scored the first three field goal because Jacksonville um, scrappy, and yeah, and the offense took a little bit to get going but but the offense is figuring it out and and again it's it's against jacksonville so i'm not going to say a whole lot we've got baltimore on thursday night but they are going to be missing some players as a bunch went on covid today so um they went i on think COVID. that yeah they went on we just gotta get them off of it you can't can't let them get addicted to that stuff man <laughs> Uh, so I'm feeling good about the Steelers. I do not want them to go undefeated. I don't. We've got to. We've got. To. That sounds really, man. Just they'll sit bad. all the starters like the last game of the season, and they'll they'll lose one. Well, I I think they they certainly could lose uh, at Buffalo, um, depending on what Bills team shows up for that. So it's definitely our winless wasps watch is still on. Yeah. See, that's the thing. What happens first? I mean. We got the Steelers at ten and zero. We've got the Jets at zero and ten. I mean, I looked at the Jets' schedule. They played Dolphins next week, which again, that's a question mark at this point. It seems like, um, and then after that, I don't see another game that the Jets could win, uh, because they're playing the Patriots in the last week, and and I think the Patriots may have dug themselves a hole they can't get out of, but the, anything's possible. So the Patriots may not be sitting anybody in that last week. And the Jets are still not going to get a win. So who knows what happens. But I like the I like the Steelers' chances. A defense is just playing out of its mind. Four turnovers yesterday. Again, it was against Jacksonville, certainly. Uh, but they've got a sack in 67 straight games. That's the third highest total uh, in NFL history. And Chase Claypool is a beast. But I'll talk about him in a little bit. All right, let's get on to the mashed potatoes. I mean, maple tron. Uh, Yes, Mapletron. The mashed potatoes of this meal this week, nothing crazy. Uh, you're just eating mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving, hoping that they're real. Because if they're not, they're not worth eating. And that's the Tennessee Titans. Potatoes. I don't know. Some people do. I you mean, monsters. Those people should be bound and gagged and cast into the pit of darkness. Yeah, they probably don't um, like cranberry sauce. <laughs> no, I make real mashed Titans. potatoes and I don't eat cranberry sauce. I make real mashed potatoes and I do eat cranberry sauce. Okay. All right. Tennessee Titans, again, as we said earlier, beat Baltimore 30 to 24 in overtime. Baltimore bottles up the King Derrick Henry in the first half. He only has 30 some yards, uh, but they can't do it all game. And by the end, he has 133 with the game winner, 29 yards in overtime. Um, we talked a lot about the Titans a minute ago. So let's talk about Baltimore right now, just for a second, Matt, you got to be a little yeah. bit nervous. Yeah. I mean, the hype for Lamar. And every apology that we gave to him and every concession that we made for him early on in the season coming off uh, his MFP season last year, as we like to say. Wait, as, uh, as Trent likes to say. That's what he was, well, the MFP. At this point, he's certainly not living up to MVP, whether he uh, won it or not last year. 
So what do you got to say for your boy? Uh, Look, here, I'll, here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This says, this says it all. This says it all. Here we go. This is week 11, right? Here we go. Yes. Dak Prescott only has 98 yards less passing than Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's two different styles of offense, too, right? Yeah, but we're talking never, about a we're talking about league MVP. To, yeah, but you would never want to use Lamar Jackson the same way you used Dak Prescott. You used yeah, the he last year, but you used the, the talent year. skills that you had, the talent pool that you have. You have to figure out how to use that. Yeah, Matt, I mean, he didn't have he a threw lot of like that last year, though. He threw like that last year. Threw like what? The same way he's throwing right now. Yeah, he did. No, I mean, his, no, his no. He had line, great passing numbers last no, year. No, his stat line was yeah. still like 250 yards and four touchdowns on. Yeah, but he's not even attempts. hitting 250 yards. He's only yeah. gone over 200 yards once this season. Yeah. That is that is a problem. Hey, but he can be encouraged because he does have 48 yards more than Cam Newton. Oh, there you go. See, he's yeah. not the trashiest. Hollywood Brown really hasn't been a factor this year either. Yeah, because Lamar is the problem. It's not Hollywood. It's Lamar. Somebody's got to get the man the ball. Hey, are I mean, we just going to ignore Lamar the fact Jackson, that Des Bryant when Lamar Jackson, this game? Hey, Des Bryant caught four passes. I know, I know. Hat, hats off to Des Bryant there. Um, no, because when Lamar Jackson drops back to throw the ball, the only person he's looking for is Mark Andrews. That's it. Yeah. He catches okay. ball. Right, good. Well, he threw to Hollywood Brown a lot last year. Yeah, Quite last year. It certainly has not translated. But I think it goes year. back See, to the, the You the cannot problem. continue to this harken back, back on to... last year. No, We're but I was about, about this to... year. I know, but I was about to bring up the point that, that I brought up earlier this season about how Lamar, his win percentage against teams where he's double-digit favorites is really high, but not so great if they're less than double-digit. It's yeah, not, you can't win. You can't win the big ones. I mean, we saw in the playoffs last year. Can't win the important one. Nope. All right, so let's move to on to. Out. I hope he let's shows move up. on to a couple of games. The the dressing. Do you guys say dressing or stuffing? Because I've heard it stuffing. both ways. It seems like dressing stuffing. is something you put on salad. Yeah, I call right. it stuffing. Okay, that's what stuffing. I thought. It seems like most people down here in the South they call it dressing. I've always called it stuffing. But anyway, let's talk about some games. The dressing stuffing of this week and. To me, uh, splits the difference. We're calling it both. Uh, well, I got I got to the audience. Everybody, play to the That's audience. Right. It's one of those things. I, I, I like it. It's done right, uh, and it's one of those things that you know you just want to get some more of. You can it's when y'all when y'all do y'all's. Do y'all put the tur- like y'all put slivers of the turkey in it? Um, I don't know. My mother-in-law makes it, so and she makes. See, it I, I can't I remember know. who makes it in my family, but when they like basically they take slices of turkey and they bake that into the stuffing that sounds amazing stuffing is just a roadblock that prevents you from getting to the good stuff so why even put it on your plate in the first place true what about what about uh do y'all like like the um, penis inside a trail mix do you like hard-boiled eggs in your stuffing no no i don't think i've ever had that oh dude it's oh man it's so good not not the not the yolk, just the whites. Right. Oh, I don't so think I've good. ever had that. 
Hey, can we just take a pause and have a public service announcement? Say one of the most underrated parts of Thanksgiving dinner are deviled eggs. Uh, yeah, that's I could eat like thank you. I could eat like ten of them in a sitting. Probably more than that. Get the deviled eggs off of my plate and put the cranberry sauce on. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) There it is. All right. So somebody out there has to be with me on this one. I can't be the only (laughs) one. Are there any like normal people out there? Yeah, probably same person that gave you candy corn. Um, Chris Shirk, so. my homie. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Represent. Uh, anyway, uh, the dressing stuff in games. We got Arizona and Seattle. Seattle wins 28-21. to 21. Uh, Seattle's defense finally gets a stop when they need it. Arizona is held to uh, – one of their lowest games in yardage and points. And on the last drive, they're held out uh, from getting to the end zone to tie this game off. And so Seattle's back in first place. Um, Russ does what Russ does. DK Metcalf does what DK Metcalf does. Carlos Hyde showed up as Chris Carson was still out in this game. Um, and so we did, I don't think we expected Arizona to sweep this, uh, but, uh, you know, certainly they I did. got punched in the mouth. and. You did. I didn't expect huh? them to win the first one, but after they won the first one, I expected them to take this one. Hmm. If you told me that Arizona well, was only going to score 21 points going up against the worst pass defense in probably NFL history, and that no. Kyler Murray and D Hop weren't going and Christian Kirk and Fitz weren't going to be able to shred these guys, I'd have laughed you out of the face of the planet, off face of the planet. Yeah, I don't know what there. happened. I think that those these three teams, Seattle, Arizona, and the Rams, are just going to go back and forth in that division. Yep. Um, to the rest of the year, uh, and and it's going to be you know flip a coin, draw a name out of a hat as far as who's going to come out. They're playing. Top. They're playing shoots and ladders right now. They go to the ladder yes. and they go up, do 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 do, and then they hit the and then Arizona's on top, and then they hit the slide. And also now the old Seattle's up there. They're going to go do, 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 up the ladder, and then they're going to hit a slide and go, pew, and next thing you know, the Rams are going to be on top. Oh, the sound effects are great, A. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That, thank that you. was the most Did you guys ever play that growing up? Oh, yeah. Dude, Remember everybody played one? shoots and ladder. It, it's somewhere in the Classic. 60s or the 70s that takes you all the way back down to, like, 14. That one was the worst, man. <laughs> Only Matt would remember the exact numbers. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about that other dressing stuff in game, the game that we can't get uh, enough of, and that was Dallas Cowboys getting a victory Monday, 31-28 to 28 over the Minnesota Vikings. Trent, congratulations. Hey, it's the first victory Monday in a long time. In fact, it's the yes. first victory Monday since Dak Prescott got hurt. Um, That's crazy. So... Uh, the red rifle looked good. Um, mm-hmm. Zeke looked good. Hundred yards, uh, first time this year. CD Lamb made possibly the catch of the year. I don't know if y'all saw it, but yeah. Well, I we're gonna get to that. We'll we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. Um, but the biggest unsung thing that nobody is talking about, like I didn't hear about it on ESPN this morning. I haven't read anything about it except from Cowboys writers, obviously. Um, Zach Martin, an all-pro right guard, was moved to right tackle yesterday. So, move, yeah. So, and then um, we had 
uh, Connor McGovern, who we drafted to be a center slash guard, possibly a tackle. He was a swing lineman, um, filled in at right guard. Those swingers. Um, and then, uh, obviously, Looney was back at, at center. But Zach Martin, a, a perennial right guard, allowed zero quarterback pressures at right tackle his first time this season. That's huge. So That's huge. If the run game looks better, Red Rifle looks better, I think you got to give credit where credit is due, and that's obviously the offensive line, um, who has been a complete mess the whole season, pretty much. Um, losing Tyron Smith or Lael Collins first, then Tyron Smith. Um, I, so, huge, huge shout out to Zach Martin, um, Kirk Cousins. All I have to say is, you like that. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, hey, old Dalton means, put up a very Lamar Jackson stat line, except no rushing. Well, he had well, 22, 32, 203 yards, three touchdowns, interception. And that interception was an athletic play, too. Um, I didn't see it. I did get a text from my brother that said he threw it right to the guy. But when I went back and watched it, man, that dude – he threw it right to Dalton Schultz, but the linebacker like leapt backwards and caught it. So, how did you guys win this game? Because I didn't watch; I just saw like the highlights while I was watching another game. Well, okay, and when I look at was, the box score, and Cook went off for 115 and a touch. Thielen went off for 123 and two touchdowns. Jefferson went off for 86 and a touch. It's it looks like they shredded you guys on paper. Well, uh, Dalvin Cook had a fumble. Mm. Uh, got popped i mean obliterated and fumbled uh kirk cousins also lost a fumble on a strip sack um so those two turnovers were huge uh obviously when the cowboys defense actually produces turnovers um the offense you know can go to work uh but zeke man zeke was a different animal yesterday and and like we know, we know that the Vikings struggle in the secondary, but the the front seven isn't terrible. Uh, they did lose Everson Griffin, um, but I mean the secondary is bad, and uh, it was just it was a good all around game on all aspects uh, from the Cowboys. So. Yeah. yeah, and the Cowboys now at three and seven, tied with the other th- three. Just wait till we get the mailbag place. because I yep. totally, totally called this win. Yeah, well, we've got some mailbags from from both sides of uh, of the aisle in the NFC East, and we'll talk hey. about that in just a second. All right. Just so Let's you know, I need a little public service mm-hmm. announcement. Shoots and ladders actually went from eighty seven down to twenty four. It's the one with the kids trying to steal the cookies from the cookie jar. Oh yeah. Stupid little kid. <laughs> oh, that one. Okay. Let's run through the rest of these games real quick. First of all, the casserole games. Uh, I love a good casserole. Green bean casserole, corn casserole. Can't go wrong with that. Green bean However, casserole is the best thing about Thanksgiving. That's a hot take. That's I don't care hot. what anybody says. Like, I love green bean that's casserole, but I don't know if I can say the best. Uh, Here's the thing, My stepmom Unless- makes green bean casserole with chicken in it. Mm, that sounds pretty good. And it yeah, is freaking bomb. Do you know what I've come <laughs> around on? Not to get too much into food over football, but 
I have come around on a good sweet potato casserole because when it's done right, it's got those candy pecans on top. Now we're talking. Oh, see, I'm a marshmallow. That, I'm a no, marshmallow guy, I was about to say, don't go with the marshmallows because it's trash. Oh. And Whoa, then go with the marshmallows. No, it's trash. Marshmallows. I'm not a big fan of pecans. I ate way too many when I was oh, a kid. Oh, give me the pecans and candy pecans on top. Now we're talking. This is why Trent yeah. and I are best friends on this show, and Matt's just kind of the third. Because you guys have dumb takes. Whatever hey, I have very smart contagious. I'm surprised I've stayed this smart on this show. Just remember who the fans agreed with in the last episode. So don't yeah. forget that. Yeah. All right. Pat- Patriots boys. contagious. All right. Uh, casserole games. Uh, you never know what you're going to get with these games, depending on who makes what casserole. Like so, uh, so, that's right. Couple no, it's like a casserole. <laughs> New Orleans beats the Falcons 24 to nine. Uh, New Orleans starting Taysom Hill without Drew Brees. And hey, moment of silence for Drew Brees. Did you guys see that 11 broken ribs and a punctured lung? That's yeah, so it's like every time it every time you heard something about it, it was more. Maybe he's uh, got Tyrod Taylor's more doctor. Ribs. Ooh, hope not. Uh, but Taysom Hill comes in, looks good. Uh, Jameis Winston's going to be sitting the bench for a while now. I was so happy uh, to see that Taysom Hill come in and play this game. I was so excited for it. it was, I like watching him good. play. Yeah, he he's good. a little rough on the passing still. I think. Yeah, but he, he had he a made... good rapport with he had a good rapport with Michael Thomas, which was important. Hmm. Keep Slam Boy um, happy. I think, I think for Atlanta, we 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 accomplished what we thought was impossible and got Dan Quinn fired. Uh, we need to talk about Matt Ryan because he. Dude, might I've be been saying Matt Ryan now. sucks for years. I know you suck. have, and without Julio, he does, and that's a fact. Um, he got sacked eight times yesterday. That uh, was the storyline yesterday. The Falcons going to have to think about. That's not that. always uh, the quarterback's fault, though. Mm-hmm. Here it might be. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, another game real quick. Houston beats New England 27-20. to 20. Deshaun Watson does it all for the Texans. Uh, almost single-handedly wills them to win in this game. Um, I think he, he accounted for 85% of their offense, which is just insane. Um, here's what I want to mention about New England real quick, because we can talk about Cam all day and, and whether or not he's good. It doesn't really matter because they're not going anywhere. Their weak spot is not necessarily Cam Newton, although he is a weak spot. Their weak spot, and this may surprise you, is their defense. They lost a lot, so, though, man. They had a lot of guys yeah, and, opt and, out. And that's what, that's what I was just uh, about they, to say. Between guys moving on and guys opting out for COVID, they ha- they're not the same defense that we talked about last that's year. That's why, in all honesty, that's why they should have traded Gilmore before the deadline. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because they. I think they uh, could have probably gotten a, a a second or first and a player maybe. Yeah, they 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 should have gotten rid of him. But now, if you look at the stats overall, New England's defense is not as far as compared to the rest of the league. It's not bad, but if you start looking at some advanced metrics, some of the defensive values uh, on average per play, uh, they are like at the bottom of the league. And a lot of that is masked because they're like third or fourth in the league and rushing the ball. So their defense mm-hmm. is on the f- field that much. Uh, but, but new England's defense is a problem. So uh, again, going back to our defense, I expected it to be worse playoffs. considering how many people were sitting out and it actually wasn't. 
it wasn't well, terrible, which I thought it would I be like it'll... bottom of the barrel. And maybe it is worse than than people realize. I, think but I thought it would be. I think bottom. yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's worse than it looks like just because they're not on the field that much. So I think that's what it is. All right, last casserole game. We got the Denver Broncos beating the Miami Dolphins 20-13. to 13, And it's a casserole game because what Dolphins team is going to show up from now on? Because uh, the defense is still there. But, I mean, they couldn't get any turnovers on Drew Locke, who threw four interceptions last week. And Tua gets benched. So guess what time it is, boys? It's, it's it's magic, magic. time. Got the magic, I have no idea magic, what that means. Magic. <laughs> I have no idea what that means for the Dolphins. Uh, I do say this: their chances of winning the AFC East now are extremely, extremely uh, diminished because of this loss. Because we didn't have them losing this game. We no, had we did them not. kind of. Uh, going towards the end with this being a win, and, and so this could be an issue. But right. what does no, this right. actually mean? I don't think this actually means anything because if Tua is still going to get the start next week. They're, they're not yeah, going to start Fitzy already over come out and said it. Yeah. Hey, Fitzy I did think... go 12 of 18 for 117 in a pick. So very, very Fitzy. So, well, yeah. well, my thing is, though, like Tua – you could you should call Tua slant boy. He can't throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Yeah, it's a problem. I think like, too now. I mean, with bringing in, I, I understand that that they thought that they could come back and win this game. They needed to win this game, and they thought that at that time that uh, the Fitzmagic could could do that. He was their hey, best chance. I swear though, you yeah. guys are getting ADD because. You guys were first started the season going, oh, two is trash. He played terribly his first. Oh game. my gosh, we went and over this last sudden, week. Then all of a sudden, you guys were like, oh, Tua, Tua plays well amazing. enough to win. He's amazing. And I said, Tua, Tua plays bad. well enough to win. That is okay. what I said. We went over this last week. This week, Tua did not play well enough to win. That's why he got benched. I said it all throughout his college career. He's a product of his receivers. He had the three fastest people in the nation in college. Look at the receivers on, on the Dolphins right now. Devontae Parker, that's it. Hey, we need to have Tua. some of our regular listens. Go back and uh, tell me what you guys' opinions were in the last few shows. Were, were Jason and or Trent high on Tua, you feel like, and they're wishy-washy? Because this is kind of what I feel like. I, I said Tua plays well enough to win. So if that makes me high on him, then yes, I'm high on Tua. I'm high on Tua. He plays well enough yeah, to win say, football games. His record is still 3-1. and one. At the end of the day, I really just want someone who plays well enough to win football games. <laughs> well, speaking Deep of right that, there. the next the next team that we're going to talk about, which is they had that, that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Because now let's talk about some cranberry sauce games. No one wants it, especially when it's out of a can. I want uh, it. The I'll Cleveland, take the cranberry sauce. The Cleveland I Browns. Think... I don't even know. The cranberry yeah, sauce it's is It's not disgusting. worth it. It's not worth it. The Cleveland Browns beat the Philadelphia Eagles 22-17 in a rainstorm. Uh, I'm not going to say much about Cleveland. We already talked about them. Uh, but for the Eagles, Carson Wentz is terrible right now. He is just just awful. Uh, to be honest, when you guys were talking about the Law & Order episode, I thought you guys were going to bring up the Wentz thing, and I was going to condemn myself as guilty right there on the spot. Forever <laughs> well, trying to say that he was good this You're welcome to do it right now. You're welcome to do it now. 
uh he suck yeah he suck wow uh, that's he... uh that's i think I, man i'm tearing up that's dude <laughs> hey we're gonna talk he about that suck. in just a second We'll talk about that in just a second again, mailbag. All right, next cranberry sauce game. We got the Reds, or excuse me, football team beating the Bengals 20 to 9. Uh, Joe Burrow, poor guy. Bad moment. Joe Dude, Burrow's I feel so Disney up. bad for that guy. I know. ACL, MCL, and, and uh, plus issues thing. in his knee. Yeah, so, man, hats off to Joe Burrows. He's done. It's like a gender uh, definition. Feel bad ACL, MCL, plus. uh but on the other side what is it with that football field and leg injuries it's ridiculous because alex smith on the other side first win over two years so kudos to alex smith uh gets the win there and washington just like all the rest of those teams is fighting for a playoff alex smith probably just looked Uh, over and went there yep i know how that feels yep carolina beats detroit 20 to nothing i think the lions put up a goose egg uh pj Walker, they did have a XFL touchdown star. negated by penalty yeah they did and it was a pretty a pretty touchdown uh, on a flea flicker to uh marvin jones but uh, yeah i know yeah, trust I, me i have him in fantasy and i was like sweet a 51 oh yeah matt stafford just i mean he was without kenny galladay he was without uh deandre swift uh and so it, it just didn't look good uh i think look I have given up on whether or not we're going to see Adam Gase get fired. So I think the next, the next hashtag we need to start the campaign is fire Matt Patricia. Cause the lions deserve better. The lions you got to think better. though, the lions are, no, they they're, don't. they're hit pretty hard <laughs> by the injury bug. I mean, it, I will not start this hashtag. I know you it's won't. A stupid I'm hashtag. going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start it. All I, right. I can't, uh, I can't in good faith fire Matt Patricia because they, I, They've been hit with the injury bug pretty hard. So, but that's but it's every year, every year, every year. Never mind the fact they fired Jim Cadwell after he went not this bad. They fired him, they gave him a season and a half or two seasons, and then they fired him. They give Matt Patricia this infinite leash just because he's a Bill Belichick disciple or something like that. I don't know. Maybe they like the pencil in the ear when he doesn't even use the pencil to write on anything. Maybe they just like that look. They'll, they'll give him. Okay. They'll give him one more year. Yeah, one more year. Then we'll then we'll fire oh, up. Hashtag fire Matt Patricia. All right. No, uh, <laughs> here's the Jello salad game. Jello salad's one of those things that if you have to eat it, you eat with your eyes closed because you don't want to. Or you just don't eat it. <laughs> it's true. The Chargers beat the Jets thirty-four to twenty-eight yesterday. Uh, the Chargers had an eighteen-point lead again. And almost gave it all up again. Uh, not quite because it's the Jets. Um, I think now with Joe Burrows uh, out, certainly Justin Herbert. Oh, clear terrible cut. Junior, terrible junior high haircut and all will win the uh, rookie of the year. He should have kept the long hair. Well, Rodgers yeah, needs to cut his hair. Have. And he should give that hair then to uh, Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert looks like he is 12. Well, at it least also doesn't we know help. he's not saying It also doesn't help that he's got all the acne. Yep. Yes. Yeah. At least the long bad, hair made him look older. He needs to maybe yeah, grow a beard or something. I don't even know. I don't even know if he can well, grow a He beard. tried growing some – yeah, he tried growing facial hair. If he showed up to the Bench Warmers game with a piece of paper that said, I am 12 on it, I would believe him. 
<laughs> yeah, just like old Carlos. Yep. <laughs> 366 and three. So clearly the hair is not an issue. Uh, the Jets need to lose out at this point, I think, if they want the number one pick. Because at this point, the Jaguars are just as bad, especially with Luton at quarterback. So who? The Jets. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets just need to lose out uh, if they uh, want to get trouble. You're also this. missing the biggest part of this game, and that was Keenan Allen. That dude yeah, went so slap talk about Keenan Allen off. just for a second. 16 receptions. 16. Franchise record. Tied the franchise record. Unbelievable. Just absolutely insane. Oh. I mean, and I think it was out of Chris if, Collinsworth. Easy. I think it was 17 targets. Yeah. I think I thought it was like 19. Oh, it might have been 19. I thought he only had one. It, it was it was an insane. It may have been. It was an insane number. Uh, yeah. Whoever, as long as Justin Herbert is in L.A. for the Chargers, whoever gets Keenan Allen on their fantasy teams would be very happy. I got uh, it. And then the last game. I know you do. Last night, uh, the pumpkin pie, the sweet treat at the end, uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders, 35-31. Such a uh, good game. Yes. Great game. Mahomes is going to do what he do, but let's just for a second, 30 seconds, is the D in Kansas City a problem? Wasn't it last year? It was Uh, the weak point last year. It's good enough. If you got Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes is going to be able ball, to outscore anybody, obviously. Yeah. It's good so. enough to hold. Ben, don't break. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. All right. Uh, well, shall we uh, get into it, Matt? Yes. You've got mail. Let's check the mailbag, Jason, and see what old Daddy 12 is firing off for this week. Our first tweet comes in before the game even started. It said, this morning, my wife and I had the extremely rare, quote, perfect pump at the gas station, dot, dot, dot. I followed that up by telling her the, at Dallas Cowboys, would win today, dot, 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 dot. Don't disappoint, boys. One like. So so for those of you who don't know, a perfect pump is when you have it clicked to continuously flow so you don't have to sit there and hold the thing. And then you hear it click when the tank is full and you look up and lo and behold, it is on the dollar. So my wife and I. Very rare occasion indeed. Yes, yes. And I just took that as a sign. I got in the car and I said, the Dallas Cowboys will win today. Good omen. Good omen. Actually, the perfect <laughs> pump is throwing a set of 40 reps with the 20-pound dumbbells at the end of the workout so that your arms look huge when you walk out of the gym. But anyway. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm taking notes. What was that again? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, unfortunately, then the mood turns sour. No, I'm sorry. It does not. I misread this tweet. I apologize. The mood got even better. It said, red rifle looking good this far, dot, 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 dot. Okay, not bad. As we go, it gets even more jovial. It says, Kirk Cousins is not good at football, dot, 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 dot. Well, we all knew that, dot, 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 dot. Hashtag thankful. Hey, 
So real quick, <laughs> another caveat to that. When That's I our sent first that, five daughters, by the way. When I sent oh, that tweet daughters. out, Kirk Cousins did not have a touchdown. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my how the turntables. Yes. <laughs> but but he still suck. Okay. Then he got even more uh joyful with a all caps C D exclamation point 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 that was a retweet i retweeted the video of his catch he did it was a very good catch it's about time cd show back up tweet followed up by a why throw the ball there question mark 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 getting a little rough here fourth and one dude why are you gonna throw it <laughs> Lots of time left. Dot 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 dot. But dot dot dot. Let's go! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Dude, does your keyboard get worn out? Exclamation point! Exclamation point! He didn't actually say that. That's my <laughs> comment on the exclamation points. And then, of course, afterwards, he posts the the meme of uh, old Kirk saying you like that, and he says, "Hey, Kirk." Dot 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 dot. Ooh, a six daughter. You like that? And then there is the heart. And I'm not even going to attempt to read off these exclamation points because he set a new exclamation point record at Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) No joke. Oh, he's counting them too. (laughs) It is a record. Trent, does your exclamation point button button even work? 18 exclamation points. Dude, the Cowboys actually showed some heart. I was proud. They did. They did. It looked good. It looked good. All right. So I've got a couple, Matt, from the Matt Man 18 yeah, on Twitter. Unfortunately, yeah, let's, let's... I was not there to tweet when we started really sucking it up. Yeah, we we we've got we've got a couple, just a couple, but they're still good enough. Uh, the first one, the at Packers run defense looks much improved with three linebackers, exclamation point. Only one. See, I'm not on Trent's level. I'm not on Trent's level yet. I got to I gotta learn his ways. Trent, Trent you got to train this man. In I shall teach you point. my young Padawan. <laughs> teach me, All master. Right. And then the, the only other one we've got from the Matman18 on Twitter, MVS may not be good enough to catch the deep ball, but if he draws pass interference penalties, isn't that just as good? Hashtag Packers and the gif of man giving us the you know that's right. Yeah, that one that one did right. not age well either. No, it did not. Uh, I've got hey, a couple others. He just these fumbled. are not. These are these are not on Twitter. And for these real people, quit sending MVS death threats because he fumbled the ball. That's a good. That's uncalled point. for. What is wrong with you? Uncalled for. I don't not care being... who you are, what fan team you're a fan of. There's no reason you to be sending death threats because somebody. Well, it's got to be Packers fans. Why would game. anybody else care? Unless I guess they're fantasy team. But if you started MVS in fantasy, way, you got other you're problems. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got these couple of uh, messages from a, a Philadelphia Eagle fan who also likes candy corn and probably also likes cranberry sauce. But dude, you know Shirk good. likes cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, he sent me this yesterday. (laughs) He sent me this yesterday at the end of the game. 
He said, Carson Wentz is so garbage can emoji, so bad that even the garbage man wouldn't pick him up, dot, 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 and then the also, he's oh my, on board with yelling, the yelling angry face. Oh, emoji. man. Yeah. Uh, then he sent me this earlier. said, had a friend say this, good quarterbacks sometimes make bad throws, period. Carson Wentz sometimes makes good throws. <laughs> crying, laughing, crying, laughing, crying, laughing, crying, 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 puking, puking, puking. <laughs> See, uh, quantity, quantity over quality, I think is the uh, the name of the game. Oh, hundred percent. Hey, was that the last that button? Was that the last one? No, I got one more. He sent me. He said, "This is my new take," and he's given us a, a he's given me a new take at least on who's going to win the NFC East every week. I think this week his new take: the Dallas Cowboys win the East at six and ten. Fake news: Giants are going to win that division. Calling it now. All right, that's that's all I got. For Mark it Trent, down. Uh, for all of our listeners out there, this Eagles fan named his son, newest son, Carson. After Carson Wentz, Shirk, I'm just letting you know you can always go back and change his name to Dak. Okay, so <laughs> or or if you want to stick with the Eagles, I'm sure Randall or Donovan are available as well. Here's the thing. He wanted to have a Carson he could cheer for, and that's all that matters. Cold. Third and three. That's cold. Right, We're picking is... on this dude's kids. That's messed <laughs> up, dude. I'm not picking on his kid. No, we're picking on him. Carson's I'm a picking on Carson we wins because he sucks. We know why he did it. We know why he did it. All right. It is Turkey Week. And in in uh, in uh, uh, the Thanksgiving tradition, we are going to talk about uh, just for a moment some players that we are thankful for in the NFL this year. Players we're thankful that we get to watch play in the NFL. I'm going to get things started. I want to talk about Chase Claypool for just a second. I am thankful that I get to watch Chase Claypool play in the NFL. Period. But I'm even more thankful that I get to watch Chase Claypool, aka Mapletron, play in a Pittsburgh Steeler uniform. The man has completed our wide receiver core. He has given Big Ben a tall, lanky, uh, Martavis, Brian, Plaxico Burris-style wide receiver on the outside. And the man... Man, hopefully he doesn't go catch. back to the... Hopefully he doesn't, yeah, they don't well, rub off on him. I hope not. Uh, but you know what I mean. He has a Super Bowl-era record 10 touchdowns in his first 10 games in the NFL. And there is no stopping Mapletron. I am thankful for Chase Claypool. Trent, who are you thankful that you get to watch in the NFL this year? Oh, man. Um, this is tough. Uh, you know, I'm going to say I'm thankful for Zach Martin. Um, because in a season where – Obviously, I mean, I, I will say I'm thankful that they expect Dak Prescott to uh, make a 100% recovery. Uh, but I'm really thankful for Zach Martin and the consistency that he has provided this season. He did miss one game because of injury, but in IR Mageddon, how could he not? Um, of course. Uh, but, I, I mean, I can't really say I'm thankful for Zeke because he's sucked up until this week. Uh, can't say I'm thankful for Trayvon Diggs and his development because he's out the rest of the year. 
Um, I'm thankful for Zach Martin. The linemen never get credit, and so I'm going to give him that credit and say thank you, Zach. He could be one of the unheralded reasons why, if you guys do win the division, you do. I hope we don't, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Matt? I'm going to go with not a somebody on the Packers. I'm actually going to go with Patrick Mahomes because it's nice to be able to watch somebody that good play and to not have any skin in the game and not care who wins. So you just get to enjoy it. When I watch the Packers play, it's always it's always a stressful time. You know, I've got so much on the line. So it's True. nice to have somebody to watch who's that good and to not care if he wins or loses. Yeah. Oh, See, I was gonna give it. I was gonna give my thankful for on my team, but then I was also gonna give another. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give one that uh, that's not on my team. I'm thankful that we get to watch Alex Smith play football again. Whether or not he can, you know, play at a high level or lead the Washington football team to the playoffs, it doesn't matter. I'm just thankful that as a human being who suffered an incredible injury, almost losing his life, we get to watch Alex Smith play football again. And again, I'm going to say it. I don't care who else does what. That man should win the comeback player of the year, no matter what. Bravo, Alex Smith. Good chap. I mean, I still hate you, but. Well, yes, but Um, feelings aside. No, I'm uh, I'm thankful for uh, Justin Herbert uh, and not just Justin Herbert by himself, but uh, the thus far, you know, Injury to Burrow aside, uh, a good, a good-looking rookie class at quarterback. Um, but Herbert, man, he's Burrow was I think gonna he was on pace to break uh, the record for most passing yards by a rookie. Uh, but I mean, I think Herbert's got a shot at it. Um, he's putting up huge numbers. I wish that his team was a little better around him, but uh, just. I, I think it's encouraging to see uh, the youth, um, you know, play at such a high level uh, early on. And uh, I'm excited to see how well he plays moving forward. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been a great rookie class just across the board. I mean, the wide receivers. Have been no, fantastic. yeah, that's true. Uh, some of these running backs, Alaire, James Robinson. Uh, so I think that we should be very thankful for the youth coming up in the NFL. Matt, you got anybody you want to close us out with? Uh, yeah, since Trent with the, went with the youth, I'm going to be thankful for all the old farts out there who still give it their all and look like they're having fun. That would go out to the most foul-mouthed, not-swearing person, Philip Rivers. I'm going to throw one out also to old man Witten out there with that monster catch. Call a touchdown. Yep, yep, with that monster that catch. Touchdown. Getting everybody's faces, hyping them up. And, of course, my man Fitzy going yeah. out there just having fun. Nice. Shout out to all Good them. Good deal. Well, hey, and before we close out this time of thankfulness, uh, I think it goes without saying, we are thankful that we are able to watch and talk about the NFL this year in spite of everything else that goes on. We are thankful that we have that, and I'm thankful that we get to talk about it together as friends with you, the fourth and short audience. Let's close it out tonight. Fourth and short. Okay, so real quick before we uh, call it a night, uh, this is the sixth year anniversary of the OBJ catch, which in the opinion of some is one of the greatest catches ever made. Of course, we know the over-the-shoulder, one-handed catch on Sunday night football against the Cowboys. Pass interference. 
Yeah, yeah. That uh, put him into NFL lore and uh, made his mark in the NFL. But I just want real quick for us to just each give what is the best catch that you have ever seen, either in person or on TV in a game? What's the best catch that you have ever seen? Who wants to start? I'll go ahead. Cool. It would be – oh, man. I've got, I've got three different levels of this. There is no one best catch. I'll get that out of the way right now. The best catch to me that I have ever seen would be Antonio Freeman on Monday night against the Vikings with the pass that bounced off the Viking defender onto both of his shoulders while he's on the back, on his back, and he turns over, grabs it, and then wins the game in overtime with a touchdown. That is the best catch I've ever seen for me personally. Uh, probably aside from that, it would be the most meaningful best catch would be a toss-up between uh, the helmet catch by the Giants against the um, the Patriots or Julian Edelman's catch on fourth down against the Falcons that he kind of snagged right there. That's the one that I was going to go with as far as the best catch that I've ever seen because even though all of us but, were rooting uh, against... Hold on, hold on. But then don't forget the other one, the pure Julio's kit. No, no. Uh, uh, is it Martavis Bryant who did it, caught it basically on his hamstrings by his balls while he's falling like forward for the Steelers? Who was that? Oh, I don't remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> you don't remember that catch? Apparently, I should. I don't. He caught it backwards. Is th- how do you not remember this catch? This is probably the most athletic. Oh catch yeah, no, 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 no. I do. You're right. It was Bryant. It was Martavis Bryant. I do remember yeah. that now. Yes, that is the most yeah. incredible. That's one did, most incredible not, chest I've ever seen. I did not see that. I did not see that. The greatest catch I've ever seen had to have been that Julian Edelman catch in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable, Trent. Um. So, first off, all you people that voted LB or OBJ's catch. They lost, so the catch meant absolutely nothing. Oh, you remind us of that. Um, was it a good catch? Yeah, sure, but what has the dude done since? Nothing. Um, I honestly, the same year, um, I'm going to go with, and it wasn't even a catch on the offensive side. Uh, look it up. Just type in in your Google machines. Brent Grimes, one-handed interception. It was week 10 of 2014. Brent Grimes had a one-handed interception. I believe it was the same week as OBJ's catch. And I told everybody, that wasn't even the best catch of the weekend. It was the interception by a defender who can't catch. Wasn't that's why they play the defense, right? That's, that's what everybody says. So was he, on the, was he on the Dolphins? Yes, he was. Yeah, I remember that. That was amazing. He was going out of bounds, caught it one-handed, and yep, got both. I remember that one. It, so, wasn't even, it, was a, it was a throwaway out of bounds. It wasn't even supposed to be close to being catchable. And he caught it. So yep. that's the best catch I've ever seen. Um, but mainly you because – remember of, that? What? Watch this, Jason. Watch this. No, I, I, I did. I do. I'm telling you. I remember it now. Yeah, he like Look at that. put it underneath his – Yeah. Yeah. The butt, the butt catch. Now, if you can use the butt fumble, separate things. That's right. Uh, I think probably for me, the greatest catch of all time, and certainly there is the catch, but greatest catch of all time for me was uh, Santonio Holmes in the Super Bowl against the Cardinals. 
to win the game for the Steelers. Greatest catch of all time. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that one. Uh, people may have different opinions, but, uh, and of course uh, this coming on uh, what we just talked about uh, earlier alluded to two great catches in that Minnesota uh, Dallas game, CD lamb, unbelievable circus catch falling on his back to make that catch for a touchdown. And then Adam Thielen with that one handed grab uh, going out yep. of the end zone. So both fantastic catches. So, well, that's going to do it for us tonight uh, on the fourth and short podcast. Uh, we hope all of you have a great Thanksgiving. Eat lots of Turkey. Don't eat any cranberry sauce. Not good for you. Fake news. <laughs> that's right. Uh, make sure you know, that you follow we should on one day talk about how well my fantasy team is doing, and I've basically been without two top ten players in fantasy for the whole season. It's true. We'll we'll have to talk about that. Maybe maybe next time after we're, we're and recovering. How about from... my awesome foresight to conduct two huge trades at the deadline, and the players that I've traded away basically aren't even playing is this what is this True. fourth grade show and tell is that what this podcast is running into <laughs> that's what i want to tell be, you don't about be don't be jealous with your with your mediocre team don't be jealous oh man hey look i'm just fighting for last place so i, I yeah that's well, well daniel's gonna I'm be this week. too excited you can be guaranteed know, of this if trent week. ever does anything well he will let you know about it <laughs> you can true. take that to the uh, bank uh, all right all right everybody have a that's happy not true, thanksgiving actually. We'll see you next week. Peace Uh, out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the fourth and short podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at fourth and short podcast.